Hello, and welcome to the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast, a show for people who want to take their personal training businesses and fitness coaching skills to the next level. Team Alloy has been in the personal training business since 1992 and share their insights from working with businesses and brands around the world. Listen in for secrets and tips on running a successful fitness business from personal training, marketing, staff management, scaling your business, and everything in between. If you are interested in having your own personal training business, our systems are well-developed, and we are focusing on very discrete segments which we think are the secrets to success. Now, let's get started with our host. What's up, Rick? Hello, Matt. It's cracking, man. No, man, just... Getting back to normal life, as you know, which is I know. nice. I know, you know, and a lot of, I know a lot of our listeners are looking forward to that and maybe a little jealous of where we are, which I don't blame them. It's, I'll have to say you guys just hang in there because it is really awesome to just see people out and about, you know, driving around, you know, I got out again this weekend on my motorcycle and the traffic was like more so than a regular weekend. It was yeah. packed. Did you see, did you notice the same? Oh yeah, man. It's more, there was more than coming to work this morning. <laughs> Right, <laughs> which is weird in Atlanta. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. And so it, it is, you know, it's like people, again, we talked about this. It's like the ones that you're hearing the most from the loudest mouthpieces, if you will, are either, you know, on one, they're in one camp or the other. One is like, you know, if you go outside, everyone's going to die and you're irresponsible. The other one is like, Hey, this is, this never should have been a thing. It's a government conspiracy to crash our economy, like, whatever these things are. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's just extremes. And then there's a whole bunch of people in the middle who are, trying to do their best to navigate the same data and are now like at least comfortable getting out of the house to, to get mm -hmm. some fresh air. A lot of the parks are full, you know, that type of thing. And, and I, I see people being responsible about it. Right. Like I don't see people, you know, hugging or doing anything weird like that. And I think there's still a little bit of fear, but for the most part, it seems like everyone's doing okay with the new normal. If that yeah. makes sense. It probably will be a lot of it will be the new normal, but be going down the grocery store. They don't have lanes always there. Might they be. have that now. It's like funny because <laughs> yeah. you'll see somebody completely covered in like a hazmat suit, but they're going the wrong way on the grocery store lanes. I'm like, I don't know if you're doing this right. This is not how this is supposed to work. Well, I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm down on one end and I see the thing, literally I one right there, do I have to walk all the way around? Yes. No, I don't do that. You know, I don't Rebel. go to the grocery store. So like, I haven't been to the grocery store in like 25 years really. So I don't really know what that looks like in there. Jeez. I know when I went, they still had a, you know, they checked you out with an old punch, like a typewriter. And then you had to pay cash. <laughs> yeah, that was it. You've got a credit at the local family store. That, right. That's the last time I went to the grocery store. I know nothing about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you're not 100 years old. <laughs> well, yeah, man, I'm excited to talk about uh, an update first, right? Like everyone wants to know, like we're the first state. So let's talk about how things are going here. And I think we'll talk about it first for the general. We talked a little bit already. What, mm -hmm. What's the general um, feel? And like, what does it feel like? Is it everyone coming out of their house like a zombie apocalypse or something? Or is it return to normal? And I would say it airs more on the side of return to normal. Would you agree? Yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, not as much fear. I mean, again, people are doing some different, you know, type of things to avoid each other or whatever, but nothing too crazy. You know, honestly, it's been way, way more relaxed than I thought it would be. Not irresponsible, just more relaxed. I will say from a business standpoint, um, it's been good. So we have ramped up our marketing again because we are open and there are clubs and fitness facilities in our market that have not opened and it mm -hmm. may be because of some you know restrictions and they're trying to rear like a large club might be rearranging equipment you know things like that and so you know it's good to be open when mm -hmm. no one else is open right i think we talked about this before when we first were allowed to open our governor took a lot of heat and i think 
you know, I don't know if that's right or wrong. I think history will tell us which side of the decision that we were on, whether we were right or wrong. Sure. And we're just trying to navigate it as best as possible. But one thing I know as an entrepreneur, and this is the analogy we use, I didn't want to sit still at a green light while traffic was blowing by me, meaning my competitors are soaking up right. anybody that's in the market, you know, while I'm trying to do what I think is best and be socially responsible. And I feel like we're doing that and being open, right? But I didn't want to be the one that was like, no, I'm not opening. And then using it as like, well, I'm doing the right thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, really? Maybe you just don't have the right staff or maybe you don't want to be open right, right now. You know, so I'm glad that we're open and off and running. And I think that uh, our marketing, we're seeing leads come in, which is good. I know a buddy of mine owns a small general service health club down the road. And um, the first weekend that he was open, he said he had more leads in three days than he had had in the previous month. Wow. I mean, signups, not just leads, but actual people coming in to sign up. Now, granted, he's one of the early clubs open. And I go to that club and work out. Normally, it's a club where you've just got general fitness, mm -hmm. you know, normal people, I would say, working yep. out there. I went in there the other day, and it was like it was more jacked up dudes than I've ever seen. Them. Everybody <laughs> had their gym bag next to their station with weight belts out, and waters and chalk. And everybody in there was just yoked. Yeah. I mean, like huge. I'm like, who are these people? Well, it turns out that the big Globo gym where they normally work out is not open yet. So they yeah. had purchased like a membership or a month pass or something to this guy's gym. So the landscape of the membership was completely different, mm -hmm. right? I mean, even today, I came in, to, to use that as an example, like in our place, I came in and, you know, our market is typically active aging, right? So mm -hmm. we're 45 and up or yep. 50 and up. And I came in today and there were some young kids that were signing up. And I talked to our general manager, Chris, about it. I'm like, hey, you know, what's up with that? He's like, well, you know, they need to train and their college gyms are closed. And so they don't, they also don't want to go to a big gym or maybe they can't even get in one. So here they are coming to a, um, essentially an active aging personal training brand. Now we can accommodate them technically, but right. it's not really the environment that you would typically find a 21 year old college kid wanting to work out in. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's interesting. So again, there's a benefit to being right. first open and doing it safely, but still being open. Right. And I think it's really important. So um, restaurants around are, some are open, some are not, some are kind of in a, you know, in a combo where like they'll serve you, but you have to sit outside and some have done good social distancing, like every other table, every other booth, you know, that type of thing. So we're kind of all over the board and it's really early innings to see. I know we're in a phased rollout program mm -hmm. like everyone else, but I think early on when you go to those restaurants that are serving people and they're being responsible, they're full, you know, for whatever capacity they have, oh, yeah, for they're, sure. they're full up. So I would say that's the general mood you guys for people once this is opened up is that people are ready to get outside and they're going to go to businesses that restaurants, gyms, whatever, that are doing things, what they would perceive to be safe, right. Yeah. And responsible. And so once you're allowed to open, I would say do it as soon as possible. So you don't miss out on opportunities to grab some of your market share for mm -hmm. those that maybe haven't been thinking in advance on how to do it. Haven't set themselves up right. You know, that type of thing. Um, as far as our client load here, you know, we started out pretty hot. We were at like in our busier times, we were around 50% capacity. And normally we'd be at 80, so 50%. And that just means of the available sessions that we have on the schedule, you guys, how many, what percentage of the, or how many as a percentage of those are booked? And 80% is our metric. So to be at 50% was encouraging. I was hoping to see a bigger bump this week when we look at our schedule, we're up like 10% maybe, mm -hmm. but not, it's not as big as I had hoped. But again, being in the active aging market, a lot of our clients have said, I'll be back on this date. So we've got those metrics on what it looks like. It's a little bit busier this week as the week goes along, and the next week looks really good because a lot of our folks, you know, again, being in what the government might have deemed as high-risk you know, category, are just saying, hey, give me an extra week to see how this thing well, goes. Well, yeah, like we talked about before, they pushed our opening date early, so everybody really waited till the uh, 
our first stated uh, shelter in place closed. So, yeah. you know, it kind of threw everything off. Yeah, it was and, May 1st. And then all of a sudden, like within an hour, it was like, nope, you can go tomorrow. It was like, what? Yeah. You know, so it was a little bit early for folks. Oh, yeah. Which was even for your clients, too, is they'll, they'll tell you, like, all right, I just want to see what happens to everybody else. You know, we'll see if they <laughs> make it sick. Everyone first, in we, our yeah. town dies. I don't yeah. want to come in. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So we get that a lot of that. Sense. The people right. that aren't coming in. So they'll be back. Yeah. A couple weeks I agree. Be in. I agree. And, and again, Hopefully we're on the right side of this thing. Historically speaking, we don't know. You know, our gut is if we can be as responsible as possible that we're going to be fine. So we're going to do our best. So that's the clients are, are good there. And the ones that aren't in are still happy to receive. We're still doing a little bit of virtual, right? We're still, so to give you guys a heads up, when you do open, you're going to have a chunk of people that aren't comfortable coming in for the most part. So you're going to need to service the ones that are coming in, but just plan on running more of a hybrid system for a bit where you're going to have to dedicate some, allocate some manpower to also servicing the people who are still choosing to go virtual. We decided to extend our Facebook live workouts for a couple of weeks. You know, mm-hmm. we weren't going to do that, but again, because we have a large percentage of our clients staying home, choosing to right now that we're going to go ahead and continue to run those, you know, just yeah, for those that right do stay do. home. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, you're talking about, you know, 20% of your overall membership or something. I mean, just the support that we're giving, honestly, our clients feedback, they just, they just love it that we're in their corner. Yeah. That's it. They, well, we talked about this before in the, from the support realm. Sometimes people just need an outsider to talk to that's not in their mm-hmm. family that, and they can talk about something that's not COVID related. It's like, well, let's talk about health and fitness. How's your eating habits going? And mm-hmm. so many of the, of the things that drive like health and fitness are related to stress and emotional responses that a lot of times it ends up going there anyway, just like it does when you're doing live, what we call accountability sessions in the club, right? Yep. It's yeah, it's you're eating poorly, but there's probably some other triggers that you need to identify. Well, what, you know, what time to identify like 85 extra triggers than during a pandemic. It's like, there's a lot of reasons to overeat and maybe not be great. And so some people have used this opportunity to get in really good shape. Some have fallen off the wagon, Mm -hmm. but um, those are the conversations we're having. So again, once again, plan on running a bit of a hybrid model when you first open back. And then, um, you know, from our team, because I've I've done a couple of talks on, you know, our team and maybe there's a hesitancy there as well to come back to work, which in hindsight, it's like, well, duh. I mean, they're just regular people as well. So we're Mm -hmm. trying to maybe hold our guys to a different standard because we understand that their coaches and coaches are by default leaders, Yes, but they still have just like every other human being fears, concerns, right? Mm-hmm. Anxiety, all the things that our clients have. So it's like, all right, like give them a little bit of grace, you know, kind of let them be there if they need to, but also be a good leader in the sense that like, guys, we're open. Like this is our chance to salvage revenue and pay everyone. So like mm-hmm. we like in whatever way possible that you want to contribute to how we reopen or whatever would make you feel safe would probably also make the clients feel safe, you know? So like we're open for suggestions, but we need to be open. Mm -hmm. And so we've got all that sorted out. So it just took a minute, right. For our team to kind of get their head around it, which makes sense. So again, as a heads up for you guys that aren't open, we've talked about this before. Your team probably isn't going to be as excited. If you have team members that are paid a very low wage, they may actually be making more with the really robust government reimbursement for unemployment right now than they are working in your gym. So why would you expect them to become running back to work? or even going back to work virtually if in fact, right? And so, you know, I think that was something that, that's an obvious, but then also for people that are paid that would not make that same compensation, they're still not super excited to come back to work, especially if you've secured the payroll protection program or that you're able to, like we were, to pay everyone at full pay. Mm -hmm. It's like, of course, people don't want to run back to work. And that doesn't make them like bad folks. They get it, but there's going to be some hesitancy. And you're probably, if you're like me, you're going to be a little bit too sensitive to that. Kind of like, man, this is our chance. You know, let's go. I don't think like, everybody's um, like you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Very sensitive. <laughs> but, but you know what I mean? As a heads up to just owners, you know, or trainers that are listening, you know, some clients are going to, 
are going to bother you because they don't want to come back. And, you know, some of your fellow workers are going to be like social signaling, saying it's unsafe, trying to make you look bad on social media. And so it's just a whole litany of things that are coming along with this. I'll just say that if you are a coach or you're obviously an entrepreneur, you are a leader. So you just have to like draw a line in the sand, give people a little bit of grace and just get on with your decisions, you know? And so that's what we've done. And so far it's been really positive. I would say like, we've learned a lot. I've learned a lot, even some new leadership skills that I probably need to develop, but um, it's been really good. And so that's the update, but that's a great transition into what we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. today that Matt brought up, you know, for subjects as we were, you know, going on about what are we going to talk about today? Because there's some of you guys are still stuck in this one phase, but again, our job, we feel like right now being fortunate enough to be first is to give you guys a little lens into what you're going to see when you open. Right. And it just gives us an advantage and we're helping, we're happy to share and help you guys in any way that we can. So right now what we're seeing that's a real positive is Mm -hmm. that there is a lot of talent on the market. Mm-hmm. And by talent, I mean like coaches that are unemployed, right? Maybe they came from a big gym, like a lifetime or here in LA fitness or something like that. Right. Or it's just people that have maybe taken stock of their life because they've had so much time to review where they are and what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And they've decided that maybe health and fitness is a better option for them. You know, maybe they've been laid off a middle level management somewhere, whatever that is. And they're mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I want to help people stay healthy. Right. And yeah. obviously as we know, physical markers can even pre- help you prevent something like catching this. Right. Mm-hmm. So that being said, there's a lot of people that are looking for positions right now. And so like where we're finding them, you guys, we're not even running any ads. So we started with just general, I think, awareness, right? I think we're putting out good messaging around what we do. We're putting out our community workouts, things like that. And so those are typically done to bring in new clients, but there's other eyeballs on those things, right? And so we've had a couple of really good people that, you know, applicants that have come in, that have seen those type of things and that's how they heard about us. So like, where do we hear about them? Were we running an ad on indeed or jobs.com? No, these are literally organic, right? So some of it was our social presence. Some of it was direct referrals from coaches here. Yeah. Most of your coaches and team members know other people in the industry, maybe that they worked with before they came to you or, you know, whatever that might be. Like we have a relatively new coach that came from an LA fitness, right? Yeah. Really good guy, exercise science degree, really smart. I mean, everything. And then, I simply ask, Hey, you were at LA fitness. Were there any other coaches that you thought could carry their weight that would fit in here? Right. Got a good referral from them. Got another good referral um, from some guy who wants to make a career change to do this. Right. Who's a mechanical engineer. So there's just a lot of really good talent on the market right now. So I would say that even if you're not looking to replace, you might be in a position to replace people. Right. We talked about it. Like people don't want to come to work because they're making more. There's other people that do want to come to work. Right. There's people that, again, want a career change. Maybe some of your staff is like what this has caused to um, also caused, as we've seen, is like a lot of other things bubble to the surface. Like you have months to sit home and review your life and if you're where you need to be. And so sometimes even your current staff might decide that they're ready to move on or maybe they want to move into a different career, mm-hmm. whatever that is. So I would just say that even if it looks like everything's good now, right, for you and you're in a position where everything is shut down, I would go ahead and start, you know, reaching out to people and and work in your organic context to see if you can start at least filling up the top of the funnel with good candidates. Yeah, why not? Because this is a disruption in the most profound way. And so you don't know once you open your doors, what you're going to look like, right? Mm -hmm. Like we thought at one point, based on initial response, we might have only you know, we might lose 75% of our coaches was the initial knee jerk. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you know, I'm gonna have to replace everyone, which as you know, is that's disruptive in and of itself. If your business was running fine in a personal training model, you lost, you know, three fourths of your team. That would hurt anyway. 
much less while you're trying to convince people that, you know, that you're stable and that you want more normalcy to come back to the gym. So there's a little bit of panic. And as it turns out, it, that wasn't the case at all. But of course, trying to stay on the proactive, right? We were out mm -hmm. hustling and interviewing people and some really, really good ones. So it was very encouraging to see that there's some really good talent on the market and that even if you don't need them right now, I would start interviewing even if you're not open, even if you're, you know, you're a month out or two weeks out or whatever, just fill up the funnel because you don't know what's going to shake out once you reopen and how this thing goes yeah. down. I mean, we've done interviews here for years, you know, and it's night and day who's came in in the last month versus <laughs> several years prior. So yeah. those people were making money, had good jobs, and there's a lot of people out there looking, especially in our industry. Yeah, exactly. Like we brought one uh, a young lady on and she's a baller. She worked for a very prominent brand in town and she was actually doing really well on unemployment, right? And so we were able to beat that, but not by a ton just because of the compensation. But someone that understands like, hey, that's only a six-month fix. Like I want a career in fitness, right? This is the direction I want to go in. That's the kind of people that we're getting in. And so, yeah, I 100% agree. Like it's so encouraging to see the level of talent that's interested in our brand right now versus maybe when everything's good and you know everyone has a job you know that mm -hmm. type of thing it's like because eh, it, yeah. it's hard to disrupt someone's routine it takes a lot for someone to leave one organization and go to another this is the perfect time to do that and so a lot of people who were on the fence who might have stuck around for a few more years in their position they're not doing that anymore and that goes for your own team we talked about that but it also then like those same people then are on in the market right, right looking for jobs so I would say definitely start interviewing now. Now, if you're virtual, you guys, I would say you still need some of the screening processes that we talked about before. And so let's talk about a couple that, that I would use if I was you know, doing it virtually. Okay. And obviously, you can easily then understand how those things would happen live. Mm -hmm. So I would say definitely have a some type of a, a barrier, if you will, from you know the time that someone puts their hand up that they're interested until the time they come to the gym, right? So... We do this digitally, which would also work, you know, virtually. So we use a company called Best Work Data, and we will say, great, you know, we're going to send you this, essentially this assessment, right? Take this, and the Best Work Data just basically decides what someone's hardwired traits are. Yep. And then we overlay screens that we've built, like for management, if we're looking for that, customer service or personal trainers. Mm -hmm. And then it will tell you with their hardwired traits and the way they operate, if you overlay that skill set that's needed for that particular position, it will tell you whether or not they'll excel or not. Now, it's not always a tiebreaker, but it's really important because based on the statistics, it eliminates 30% of people that literally are not wired to do that at all. Just won't right? do it. They just can't it do back. it. Like sales as an example. Like if you are non-confrontational, you're not going to be good at sales because sales is sort of this dance between like you're trying to you know, encourage someone to do something. And in this case, you're nobly trying to encourage someone to do something that by the way, it's going to help them. Right. right. But you're going to hear some no sometime mm -hmm. and that can be painful. And so if you're not a confrontational person, you're probably not going to do good at sales. So that's another screen that we would overlay. So that's what we would use, but also like it during these times because people can just waste your time. Right. Mm -hmm. You get a ton of people that are interested. Some show up, some ghost you, some are late. I mean, there's a million and one ways to eliminate a good deal of that. So, one way is to send over, in our case, like send over best work data, ask them when they'll have it completed, and then make sure that it's completed in the time that they said it was. Yep. If they can't do that, it's the best they're ever going to be is right now. They are <laughs> trying to impress you like no other day ever. If they can't complete this one task in a timely manner, I would say you're. it's a safe bet that you just move on right? and you don't look back, right? 
And so right now, again, it's important. You can do it digitally. Now, once you're open, there's other ways you can do it. And let's talk about, we've never talked about how you might be able to do this digitally as well. If you don't have a company like a best work data or something, some kind of a roadblock between getting to you for that in a face-to-face zoom interview or face-to-face in our case, like in the gym right now is to have something that's even simpler. Like you're going to send over to them a copy of a questionnaire and make the questions really simple. So build 10 questions. And in those questions, they're all things that could be discovered on your website. Okay. And so you can probably build this in 30 minutes. Yeah. And so when you get a new applicant, you send this, you, you say, Hey, I'm going to send you a form. I'd like you to fill it out and return it. Once I receive it, I'll reach out and set up a time to speak with you via zoom okay. at the gym. We would say, come by the gym, pick it up, right? fill it out, bring it back, and then we'll set up a time to interview. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're doing this is it eliminates a lot of tire kickers, right? Digitally, it's a little bit less you know, than having to drive to the gym. Yeah. But you still can do the same idea that we could with Best Work Data, which is see if they're punctual. It's very important, especially if they're going into a coaching position. You can't be late, right? Mm-hmm. So you would say something like, hey, I'm going to email over this form. Tell me when you'll have this back to me. And if they say, I'll have it back today by two o'clock and they don't, then don't hire them. Just say, Hey, you didn't, you missed your first deadline. Yeah. This is, um, something we talked about that David Lee Roth used to do with Van Halen. We've talked about this on another mm-hmm. podcast. It was called a tripwire. Yeah. Everybody thought he was a diva. Cause he would say, all right, no brown M&Ms as an example, whatever that was, or red M&M. So not one color of this M&M and people would be like, man, this guy's such a diva. But he did it because he, at the time, the rock shows had all these pyrotechnics and he'd be swinging from the banister and from the rafters yeah. and stuff. And so it was like, look, if they can't get the M&M colors right, there's no way that we, yeah. we need them. safety, right? Exactly. And so it's called a tripwire, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is a tripwire for hiring. Same kind of idea. And it just eliminates a lot of people right off the bat. So anyway, in a more like sort of functional, less digital way, send them over a Word document you know, ask them when they'll have it returned to you, make all the questions relatively easy things they could dig around your website. Cause you mm-hmm. want to know that they're also trying to figure out who you are and what, how they fit in right. Right, to that. So create some creative questions. If like based them on your core values, if it's fun and humor, do some of those things as well and then see if they get it back to you in time. And if they do, then I, if I was digital, I would set up a zoom interview, you know, and go from there. And if it's live, same thing, you owe it to them by the time they filled all this out to actually set up a live interview. Now, once you interview, even digitally, I would have more than one person on my team do the interview, right? So if you still have people on payroll that are working from home, after you do the initial interview as the as the owner, I would have, or the manager, I would have a couple of other people do so it. So why would you do that? Well, it, you just want to get different perspectives, right? So there's two good things that happen. Like you look at it through your lens, right? So for me, it's all about like production and how will they fit into the big picture and are they going to be able to grow, could they be in another position, right? But if you have someone else on your team speak to them, they're going to be looking at them as are they good team members, right? You know, how do they fit into, um, you know, my program overall? Like, you know, or the, like if I was working alongside this person, do they not listen? Do they just talk the whole time? Is that going to mm-hmm. annoy our clients, right? So they're just going to see things through a different lens. That's gotcha. all. Yeah, probably do. I mean, we had interviews recently. I mean, you see it from a from the owner's side, and maybe we see it from the client side a little bit more. So. Yeah. Well, it's yeah. fun to compare notes. It's always fun. Like, like say, cause you're always one of those people, right? Cause I know you see it a little bit differently than similar, but different than me. So when you interview and then we talk later, it's like, I'll say, well, I saw this and you'll literally say, well, yeah, maybe, but I think this and that. And so it's like about trust. Like we're all different people, right? And we'll have somebody else on our team who's maybe a different Enneagram person or, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? They just, they're just are different and different is good. Like our core values in our, 
all the things that we see about our business are the same, but we're still different people at the end of the day. Right. And so that's the perspective that I expect and mm-hmm. that I really you know value is that it's not just me seeing things through my lens. Cause again, it's, it's hard not to just want to hire people that are just like you. Well, if everyone's like me, then we're going to be a terrible team. We're screwed. (laughs) We're so (laughs) screwed, right? No one listens. They just talk the whole time. I mean, all the things that I wished I could do better. So I have people on the team that compliment me and they're good at things that I'm not obviously. And so like, it's good to have those people weigh in on that as well. And I would do three interviews, the one with the manager or you, if one in the same, if that's you, and then two more with two different team members. So live, we'll try to keep a second interview to back to back, like same person gets to see two people if it's possible, two people on the team so that you don't have to have them come out three times. And then we'll go from there. I mean, right now we're in a rare position of having a lot of really good talent and we only have a couple spots on the team. We have some coming up, you know, in June, we've got some folks moving on to, they've been here for a couple of years and their goal was to learn and move on. And Mm -hmm. that's who we are as a brand. And so we're going to have some more openings. So we're even looking at interviews now for who could develop into these bigger positions, you know, come summer Mm -hmm. as an example. So anyway, I just think it's a really good idea. You guys to keep the funnel full and what we've seen again, giving you guys insight to what it looks like once you do open, there's a lot of really good talent on the market. So I would say it's a great time to be hiring. Obviously you want to retain everybody on your team, but if you run into that scenario, like we were in and it doesn't turn out as it did for us where people want to stay, just get out there and, and look for new folks. There's a ton of them out there. So that's a huge positive right now. So I hope that gives everybody some insight, right? Yeah, as to how things sure. look and um, what we're doing. And we'll, we'll start each podcast this way, at least for the next few weeks to let you guys know how things roll out until everybody starts to normalize a bit. But I've seen a lot of chatter about different business models, things like that. We'll discuss those in further episodes, but I hope that helps you guys. Yeah. And uh, good topic choice, Matt. I appreciate yeah. you, man. Thank you. I right. appreciate it. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Alloy Personal Training Business Podcast. If you have any questions for the host or are interested in learning more about running a successful personal training business of your own, please reach out and say hello. Connect with us at www.alloypersonaltraining.com and sign up 